welcome. We slay things. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I uh, really like centaurs and long walks with my gentleman caller, Samuel Silvershield. I really like anything to do with lightning. I like the storms, yeah. It's all good fun with Adventurers Local 381. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Balasar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hill Dwarf Paladin Emberlin. I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparagus, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauber Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the Dungeon Master. You all have been cutting your own sloth through the Feywild. You have agreed to go with Aeldon, Twiggy's mentor, uh, whom she has now basically surpassed, but into the Feywild to the court of King Oberon to request that he break the pact with Aeldon and set him free. And in exchange, Aeldon has agreed to make you all fancy potions. Since arriving in the Feywild, you all face down with a coven of hags. You readily dispatch them. You then took over their walking chicken hut (laughs) and are now using that to travel through the Feywild. Uh, Last time you all encountered a band of violent centaurs and dispatched them handily. And in the course of doing so, got the attention of Zabra Chubbins, long lost father, Brower Chubbins, and reunited them. Most recently, uh, as you all are heading to the city of Eventide, uh, you've come across a a village of Eladrin, a a small place known as Gloaming. And after some feasting uh, and slightly terrifying them with stories of your lifestyle, (laughs) you all have agreed to take care of a band of roving Fomorians, giants who have been destroying villages of peaceful settlers all around. You all have been hearing rumors of a dangerous and deadly party of adventurers who have been cutting a violent, bloody, destructive swath through the Feywild at various times. And for the most part, that does not seem to actually be you all. But you have heard that they are out there and you should be prepared to face them if necessary. So you all wake up from a your, your second long rest in the Feywild. Mima, as you are by far the itchiest trigger finger in the party, uh, you are the first to awake in the chicken shack. What are you doing on this lovely twilight morning? Uh, I was thinking about maybe trying my hand at a little painting. I, we got to, we got to, we got to pimp up this here chicken hut. We got to, we got to like make it go faster with like flame paint flames on the, on this, or we need a spoiler. Meemaw, do you have any painter's supplies? Painter's supply? Why? No, I don't. Okay. I want you to do me an investigation check. Well, have you also, have you already asked your companions? Perhaps one of them has, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go he- ahead and uh, search through Kilbo's stuff oh. and steal Kilbo's paints. Twenty two on investigation. 
Kilbo, I want you to roll me a perception check with advantage. 14. 14. You kind of feel some jostling, but you're a heavy sleeper. Yes. Uh, and Mima, you do come this across you do come across what appear to be some magical pigments. Yeah. Um, magical. Oh, no. Yeah. Roll me an arcana check. <laughs> I got a nat 20. <laughs> As a fan of valuable items, you were with Kilbo and you you certainly recalled the thing that she managed managed to find in the beholder's lair, known as Nalzer's marvelous pigments, and that you you know that you can take one of those pots and paint on something and ma- magically make that thing come into existence. If you paint a chicken, we'll have a chicken. We'll have a chicken. <laughs> could, could I paint a restaurant? <laughs> Could you uh, could you paint a way out of here <laughs> if we needed it? Try to do there's that. a there's a door right there. We could get out of the chicken hut. Oh. <laughs> Make it into a robot chicken hut. Yes. Robot chicken? No, no. That, that shoots that shoots no. fireballs out of its eyes. Gonna I'm gonna not use Kilbo's paints because uh, I don't want to actually paint real flames on no, anything. No, I don't paint flames. Uh, here's what I would say: Now that you know that you can do that. You feel just a little more cautious about actually doing that. <laughs> uh, with that, I, I would say with that uh, Nat Twenty Arcana check, you realize this this has potential to go bad, <laughs> real bad. Maybe I should take it then. I like bad. I'm gonna have to wake up Kilbo. Kilbo, Kilbo, can I? I'm awake. Can I use your magical paints to paint something cool on the? House. You're not going to paint fire on the chicken hut, are you? <laughs> no, maybe, no, no. Paint the fire. You can paint chicken. What if I paint it? Okay, if I paint a chicken, a chicken pops out. Yes. And then there's no chickens on the wall anymore. Oh, uh, this I do not know. I've never used paint kit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which paint can we use, Kilpo? <laughs> the how how sustaining that chicken might be is ultimately up to DM interpretation. I think we are just letting chicken wander around chicken hut, right? It is meta. Yeah. yeah. Totally. You can't. Well, chickens... you can go for it. I'm going sleepy town. I think okay. chickens are probably an, a, an invasive species to the Feywild. <laughs> <laughs> well, paint... How skillful are you? Uh, at That's painting? a really shitty chicken. <laughs> well, I put my hand up. So it's a turkey. So he's making an abomination. He's making a turkey hand abomination. It's, it's, I swear, it's it's a chicken, not a turkey. <laughs> okay, I want to do that. I'm ta- I'm painting a, a right. chicken on the side of the. Uh, roll, roll, roll me a uh, a straight dexterity check. That would be eleven. Eleven. <laughs> Can I paint a giant chicken? How how giant are we talking? Like small chicken. Small chicken. No, I'm. This height is about fifteen feet tall, so that's sort of the limit. Let's say let's say six feet tall. Okay. Oh See, so he, he goes over to to one of the walls, the kind of the wall on the opposite end of the door, and he he begins painting this chicken. And as as you all begin waking up and and starting your day, you see Meemaw spending some time just happily, you know, Michelangelo and that shit. And it is. Once, once you know it's a chicken, you can see that it's a chicken. Uh, it is, it is uh, what I would call a functional 
chicken. <laughs> if you turn uh, your head and squint, it kind of looks like a duck. Yeah, it, it's a chicken a pa- Picasso. But, oh God, it's got two eyes on the side of its head. He, he spends about five hours on this. <laughs> on I mean, just really, really working on the detail. Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is going to be such a disaster. Chiaro Shiro shading on the... After five hours, you you all look and and you watch as Chicken, about six feet tall, taller than nearly half your party, steps out of the wall. Cool. uh, And basically, there is now a Chicken Boo-sized hole in the (laughs) back wall. Chicken hut. Uh, and there is a god awful chicken boo-esque abomination. Horn, leghorn. I say, Mima. I say. <laughs> it's it's not speaking. It's just okay, good. Thanks. It's just a real chicken. He's a chicken, I tell you. A chicken. I'm a down-home chicken country lawyer. <laughs> and also, you now have a chicken-shaped hole in the back of the chicken shack. Oh, why did you uh, do what? that? <laughs> I did, I thought it was going to stay there. I don't know. <laughs> it didn't happen. It just the wall popped. The chicken turned into the wall, or the wall turned into the chicken. Yeah, ba- basic. Basically, it is. Uh, it is strutting around now. Just every now and then, it'll peck at something. But yeah, there is a cool. six foot tall, three dimensional chicken being. He's mine. You guys can't have him. Uh, I'm gonna yes. ride him into battle. You must, you must clean him after him. Say what now? You must clean after him. Clean His what? Giant chicken poos. Why? Can Why? I paint a shovel as well? He created chicken. He must clean up chick after chicken. Huh? You don't normally clean up after chickens, do you? Uh, do you want do you, 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 a six-foot chicken? Yes, we are going to leave chicken shit from six-foot chicken. He's, it's inside. It is we'll inside. Put, we'll just put some hay down. We'll be fine. We're in the wilderness. Yeah. Okay. Put, put some hay down. And then clean it out. <laughs> you do that. Take this chicken around back and get rid of it. This is not the elbow's problem anymore. I thought it would be funny, but now I regret this. <laughs> all, all of you roll a perception check. Meemaw, Zardax, and Twiggy, you'll notice that so far the chicken has not scattered anywhere. It, it appears to be like pecking at, at food and, and the hay that you all have put down. Because uh, witches obviously have hay. It pecks at it, but doesn't actually seem to be eating anything. And it has not shit once in the few minutes that it has been poking around the room. See, it's a magical chicken. Chicken boo moves through throughout you all and kind of pecks down at the middle of the floor and then like walks walks out of the group again. Uh, we, can, we can rebuild a wall, but we cannot rebuild a chicken boo. <laughs> I mean, we can, but we already have a chicken boo. Let us not... Uh... That's true. Okay. Not cry over spilled chicken booze. I will walk away from the chicken boo as long as it doesn't bother me. If it bothers me, I'm blighting it. <laughs> A Bellisar. I will just look around and think how odd it is. Everything of this sort is going on in like a 10 foot by 10 foot radius. <laughs> it's, like, it's like 15 by 15. Okay. Well, still. Um, and I will uh, sit down at the table waiting for food while this stupid chicken keeps kind of hitting me in the back. He's taking a liking to you. And then I will ponder if there's anything I know about these giant things. You Finally. know, as someone who has fought giants, as someone who studied fallen giants, 
Fomorians are the most hideous and wicked of all giant kind. Uh, they have kind of deformed bodies, and they have been known to be able to curse others if you are not careful, if you are not resilient in the face of dangerous giant magic. Uh, you, you know from your own studies, from being a, a friend of the giant Craddock, and just from, from other conversations and various errata you've picked up, the Fomorians were cursed by the other giants for their hubris, for their pride and their cruelty. They were ultimately banished to the Feywild. They're big and nasty. It's, it's been about 10 hours since you all set out on this journey, and it still looks like it's dusk. As, as you all, uh, Zabrachevans, the you, you feel the, the, the chicken shack sort of communicating with you a little bit that the landmark you were told to look for is approaching. You all make your way out onto the porch of the chicken shack. So basically all of you see trees beginning to shake. Uh, you hear a rumbling, and, and I would say that uh, Zardax and Meemaw shortly thereafter, you do also hear this. Twiggy, you are stuck in the chicken boo-shaped door, uh, and Aeldon actually has to come out around and, and, and pull you out, and he says, I, I believe the Fomorians are close. You might want to keep it down a bit. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And as uh, you all see uh, through the clearing, about 40 feet ahead of you, a group of big, nasty-looking Fomorians. If you really want to picture it in your mind's eye here, take, uh, let's see, the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah. And uh, you know when in The Fly, he's like halfway into turning oh, in The God, Fly? Yeah. <laughs> if you mix yeah. those yeah. two things, that's what they look like. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. That, yeah. that, that actually did a better, that was more evocative than the actual image from the Monsters Manual. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're nasty. Mimo, you are first up in initiative. What do you do? Can, are these guys intelligent? Can we talk to them? Can we reason with them? Uh, are we going to kill them? Nature or a history check? Uh, I got a 13. A 13. Most giants generally aren't all that bright. There are certainly some sharp giants. Based on what you remember from uh, Belsar's lecture, mostly you're interested in the, the crumb cake, but but enough of it got through that you know they're probably not the brightest creatures. Uh, they have some cunning, but uh, they're uh, not not a lot of wizards come out of the Fomorian community. There's giants over there, guys. Whoa. Those Go guys. kill them, Ema. I didn't know we were up on them as close as we were. I'm, I want to sneak around, see see what they... See what they got going. I want right. to rush up to him uh, sneakily. Roll me a stealth check. 21. Yeah, you feel like you're pretty stealthy. You move into uh, the woods and kind of sneak around. Go ahead and roll me an investigation check. 18. 18. I, I would also like you to roll me a perception check. That, that would be a... Another 18. You look around the camp and you see that there are 10 Fomorians moving around. There's a big campfire in the middle. What surprises you, though, is that a great club comes crashing down on you. That's a 23 <laughs> to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. 13 bludgeoning damage. Youch. 
you now get the feeling you are not as well stealthed as you would like. Next up is Ember. <laughs> I want to go about 20 feet and chuck a javelin at one of them. All right. There is the closest to you, there's one that is standing over Meemaw. He used his reaction to just bam. And then all the rest are currently untouched. All of them are within range of a javelin. Uh, I want to throw it to the one that's threatening Meemaw. All right, fire away. 23? Oh, yeah, big old hit. This is a big target, and you stab him right below the rib cage. 10 damage. 10 damage, yeah, solid plunk. The giant reaches down, pulls it out, throws it to the ground. Second attack. I'll throw another one at him. 17? 17 also hits. 8 damage. Another eight damage. Yeah, pretty much the second he pulls the first one out, you hit him again, almost in the same spot, a couple inches over, plants into him again. He's still looking pretty beefy at the moment because, you know, javelin's not your main source of weapon, but you are definitely within range to get there next time. Next up is Twiggy. I'm going to try this kind of cold out since they're within range. All right, yeah, they are within range. What is it, a 60-foot? 60-foot cone. 60-foot cone. Okay, are you moving up first? I'd like to move up as close as I can to get the maximum in the 60-foot cone. All right. You actually do just barely get them all. Constitution save, got to be the 19. Six of the 10 failed. Okay, so the ones that fail get 39, and the rest get 19. And then I'll just go ahead and turn it into an air elemental now. All right. And Zabra it is your turn. All right. Before she turns into that, I say, no, that's pretty good. Do you want to see my skill at it? And oh, uh, Emberlyn and Mima, I, I also need y'all to make a constitution saving throw. I can't spell sculpt, guys. I got 39 damage. Sorry. I got a, I got a 13. I guess I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do the same thing as Twiggy, only with um, over channel. Oh, goody. Oh, God. So they've got to be to 19. Six of them saved on you. Oh, but no. uh, they, they are still going to take uh, half damage. So what is the, the total there? So that'd be 70. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's, That's what Twiggy says. Oh my gosh. But in. Bellastar is going to go back inside and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chevins, do me a perception check with advantage. 25. 25. You, you glance over and you see your father who like has his own weapons out and is ready to charge up and like fuck shit up. And he is just beaming with pride right yeah. now. Bless me, boy. Right. It tear streams down Jabber Chubbin's eye. So, Meemaw, good news. The one over you is looking real bad. Hey! Next up are the Fomorians. Mm. Uh, so, Meemaw, the one over you is going to swing at you twice. A dirty 20. I got 20, so yeah, it hits. All right. And the second one is also going to hit uh, 14 on the first hit. It's 23 on the second hit. Uh, okay. Great. Do you want to do you want to divide one of those in half? 
Oh yeah, I can I can do that, can I? Right, I, got, so I got, take, in that case, you use your uh, I think it's uncanny dodge. Uncanny dodge, yeah. Hellish rebuke. Hellish. Oh, I can hellish rebuke too. Uh, you take eleven damage on the second hit. And okay. Fifteen is what he made on the deck saving throw. He fails. Hey. So go ahead and roll your fire damage. That's a twenty. Woohoo! Yeah, he. You get the feeling he regrets attacking you. He is scorched and howling in pain. One of them is going to run up to Emberlin and take a couple swings at her. That's 23. Hits. That is a 22. Hits. Be 16 on the first hit. I was just going to, I want to do the shield. Uh, what does that make your AC? Plus five. So that'd be 26. Uh, yeah. So in that case, both of those attacks miss. Uh, and you are 26 at AC until the start of your next turn. Uh, one of them is going to look at you, Meemaw, and I need you to do a charisma saving throw. 12. Mm. You guys first. Saving throws. Is he 10 feet away from me? Barely. So he would get plus uh, five as to his roll. For my aura protection. Uh, that would allow you to save. Okay. Uh, in that case, you take 14 psychic damage. You do not feel yourself transforming. Like, there, there was a brief moment where you felt your body twisting and changing. But the, the power of Dolora courses through and pushes that effect away. Thanks, uh, Dolora. And the, the positive okay. outcome is that you take 14 psychic damage. The next one looks at you, Emberlin, and I need you to make a charisma saving throw. 17. 17, you take seven psychic damage. You you feel the same effect powering in, uh, but it does pass. Twiggy, I need you to make a charisma saving throw. I'm going to use my luck point and re-roll that. Can I use a second luck point? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's your luck. I'm going to use one more oh. with a different dice. I'm using my third one. <laughs> 21. 21 saves. Uh, you are fresh out of luck for the day, and you take 13 seconds damage. Zardex, I need you to make me a charisma saving throw. Seven. You take 23 psychic damage, and you feel yourself starting Uh-oh. to transform. Your speed is halved. And you currently have disadvantage on ability checks, saving throws, and non-magical attacks. That one's going to move up. It's going to go after Kilbo. I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, this is going to be miserable. (laughs) So 17 and 5. Yeah, you take 8 psychic damage, but you are not cursed. Oh, this is a good thing. Belisar, I need you to roll me a charisma saving throw. Okie dokie, a god's name. <laughs> All right. You take 19 psychic damage and you feel your body beginning to transform. So your speed is halved. You have disadvantage on ability checks, saving throws, and attacks based on strength and dexterity. Would you like to try to use Indomitable on that? Yeah, sure. Oh, God. Fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> 12. Also turn into a Yeti. You try to power through, but the curse just hits you. I, I can do it twice. Uh, dirty 20. You do, like, you You use every ounce of your power right through this curse. 
Nice. It's going to go bad. One of them is going to have Brower Chubbins do the curse save, and he fucking fails. Oh, this is not. Oh, no. Also has Indomitable. Ooh, and did worse. He's going to use his other Indomitable. (laughs) (laughs) It saves. Hey. Brower still in one piece. Held on. Does not save. Mm. He is cursed, and he does not have any of those. He doesn't have any MacGuffins? Nope. Next up is Zardex. What a you fun time. You are cursed. <laughs> cool. uh, well, I'm going to remove curse from myself. Oh, right. <laughs> but I spray myself with the Lysol and like, uh, 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 get this off. Uh, uh. You hear cowbell in your mind as, as the curse winds its way off of you. And these sparkly kind of entities, particles come off of you and dispel around you. It, it looks all, all fancy and like sparkly, but it smells fucking disgusting. I guess I draw my shield and, and warhammer. All right. Uh, do you want to move up at all? I'll run up next to Mima. I'm coming to save you, Mima. Mima's looking a little rough, I imagine. I am. Uh, Rower Chubbins is up next. Uh, he is going to move up as close as he can. Uh, he's still 15 feet away, but the one that is on you, Emberlin, he is going to chuck some hand axes at. Uh, that's a miss. It's a 19, which hits. 11 damage. Whoa, big spender. Next up is Kilbo. I would like to move so that I am can get the most of these creatures within a five-foot-wide blast zone. You can get six of them in a line. All right, I would like to do the six then, and I would like to do lightning bolt at fifth level. Ouch. That is going to sting. Take that, you disgusting bastards. Let's take 44. We could have done this nicely, but you had to be mean to fun elving folk. Fire breath. Four of them are going to have to make dexterity. Yes. They don't. All right. They take an additional 23 damages. Dead. 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 Four of them fall to the ground fucking dead. There's a big thud, and the you all hear birds dispersing from the trees as this happens. Next up is Belisar. You are not cursed. Well done. So I will flank the one on Mimo, and I will attack it. 28. Uh, yeah, that hits. Go ahead and roll damage on it. 20 damage. All right, second attack. 25. 24. Yeah, that is enough to put it down. Okay. I will go ahead and use my action surge. Yeah, uh, I I would say you definitely have the movement to get to the next one in line. 25. Oh, that hits. All right, 25 damage. Yeah, it's still standing, but just barely. Second attack. 13. 13 misses, unfortunately, just barely. You, you swing, and this this time it just barely moves out of the way. All right, well, I'm going to try to just hit it and get a 15. That time you do hit it. <laughs> uh, it, it goes to move the great club up, and it starts to dig in, but you manage to, to drag it down and cut into it. That's going to be 28 damage. Uh, that is more than enough. You jump up and do, like, this sweet spin move and bring uh, – is this the flame of the proletariat? Naturally. Uh, you bring it right through the giant's head, and it cauterizes. The head pops up, lands, 
and then rolls off to the ground, and the giant <laughs> falls to the ground dead. Boom. Next up is Eldon, who is currently cursed. Sucks to be Eldon. He is going to cast the spell magic and break said curse. Beemaw, congratulations. The one that was standing above you that had not used its curse yet is dead. Woo. I'm going to chug a, a superior heating potion. All right. Can I uh, flank the one that is uh, Belisar is killing? Uh, Belisar has killed the one that he was oh. engaged with. Oh, yeah, I thought, I thought uh, but you could you can attempt to roll a stealth check. It's only a twenty-seven. You do manage to run up to what looks like the healthiest one on the field, and and he's scanning his eyes over, and you just manage. He got a twenty-five on his perception, but you do manage to get advantage on this attack. Uh, yes. And we'll be able to do sneak attack damage. I want to stab him in the butt. 19 to hit? 19 is enough to hit. Go ahead and roll with sneak attack damage. 39. 39. Yeah, you stab him very well. Nice. He got bloody real fast. Next up is Emberlin. Uh, the one that was on you is dead, but you can get to the next closest one, uh, which I would say is the one that Meemaw just stabbed. Uh, so you could potentially flank that one. Okay, I want to do that. All right. Um, and I want to cast Blinding Smite. All right, bonus action. Yep. And then uh, attack it with my greatsword. 25. Uh, 25 hits. Uh, second one was 22. 22 also hits. 32 for the first hit. All right, the second hit is 33. You stab into him the first time, like right below the sternum. And he kind of falls down to one knee. And you, much like Belisar, turn around and right through the skull. This thing falls down to the ground, fucking dead. Hell yeah. Twiggy, you are up next. You are in air elemental form. You are well within range of the one, three surviving Fomorians. I'll go after whichever looks the worst of the three left. So a 19 and a 27. Both of those are going to hit. Go ahead and roll damage on that. 23. That's total for both hits. They saved on the first one, failed on the second one. 23, you said? Yes. Seven. You throw it over and it hits a tree trunk and it hits it in the back of the head and it is barely alive. It is just, it is like wobbling around. Like it is not... Well, oh, it took an extra six when it flew in the air. The one that failed, and <laughs> as it stands up, it, it hits its head on a tree truck and it falls. Lava <laughs> <laughs> uh, chubbins, there are two still standing. One of them looks a little bloody, and the other one looks pretty seriously injured. I guess I'll cast fireball. All right, <laughs> both of them fail. Yep, I'm gonna do, yeah, so that'll be 30. Two damage. Wow, holy shit. One of, one of them is basically just a walking third degree burn. Uh, the other one looks rough, but not quite as that bad. Next up are the Fomorians, and they're contemplating whether discretion is the better part yeah. of valor. So the healthier of the two fucks off. 
the the one who is knocking on heaven's door is going to run up and swing at Emberlin a couple of times. That is an 18, which is just not going to cut it. That is a 28, though, which will. 16 bludgeoning damage. And Zardex, it is your turn. I'm going to blight him. All Give right. him a good old blight. I'm going to send it back to old Blighty. And you know what? I'm going to do it at level 7. <laughs> you got an 18. Uh, that is tied with what I can do. So it'll so, take half damage. 11 damage? <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, I mean, that it do be like that sometimes. Next up is Brower Chubbins, who is going to run up to the one that's on you, Emberlin, and flank it. Uh, he does hit. Second one barely hits. Brower Chubbins does run up and kill the last one currently on the battlefield. Kilbo, there is one running away. I, I do not want to kill this one. Okay. Belisar, there is one running away. I will attack him. Gun, 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 gun. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll shoot him with my gun. 27. Hit. 22 damage. Wow, yeah, so that first one hits the hell out of him. First barrel, bam, hits. Rotates around. Second attack. That's going to be a 13. 13 misses. You you aim and it like nearly hits the giant's ear, but uh, it does just barely miss. A 17. Hits. Still kind of bad. 22. So the, the first one hits and, and blasts like right between the shoulders. The second one just barely misses, whizzes by the ear. Uh, but you were just on a third one and hit right in the back of the skull. And this thing falls to the ground. The Fomorians have been soundly defeated. The battle over, you you all take a little time to gather your stuff back. The giants don't appear to have any treasure. You do see, as you're, you're kind of looking through, there are uh, trophies from their kills. Uh, you, see, you see a lot of fake creatures who've really been tortured and you know, brutalized, and there are trophies to that kind of around the camp. If y'all want to take some time and and, and bury the the Fey folk, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you you are able to do that. Can we um, resurrect one of these? Oh, yeah, y'all, y'all work together. It takes you it takes you about two hours total after the battle to bury them, but then you get back in the chicken hut. You are it's about ten hours back to the village of Gloaming, so you all are able to get a long rest if you need it. It passes pretty much uneventfully. You all get back to the village of Gloaming. As as you arrive there, a number of the people come rushing out. It's odd for them. You, you can tell some of them are still a little hesitant about running towards uh, a walking chicken shack, given what that typically means for people in, in the Feywild. But there, there is a, a very celebratory attitude among the Eladrin as you all... Yep, nep. They are singing that in Sylvan. You all are are feasted and toasted throughout all of this. What's here? What's cool? Is there a cool hangout? I feel like there's got to be like poetry places, huh? There are lots of poetry recitations. There's a a spring Aladrin named Sprout uh, who shares uh, his his poetry. Uh, There's a summer Aladrin, Firefly. She's reading... Uh, way too specific, erotic kind of uh, poems. 
Kubo's uh, just why am I feeling that maybe Hallows and Slate, an autumn and a winter, Aladrin who are doing like a team slam poetry kind of thing. That's just a it's turned into Naropa. Specific. <laughs> we we got to get out of here, guys. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't think we can afford this village. No, I want to listen more to this one's. Not the slam, the, the other one with the erotic. You haven't been to the Feywild and you've been to an Aladrin furry club. <laughs> Are there some Maypole dancers? Oh yeah, no, like <laughs> it's May Day like every day. There there are a bunch of for Twiggy's very, very naked but absolutely of age Aladrin who are running. <laughs> there goes Twiggy clothes. <laughs> no, they're just all eight thousand years old. I turned into <laughs> yeah, Alisar, <laughs> naked. I'm totally oh. naked too, but I'm not <laughs> dancing. <laughs> this feast goes on for about six hours i'd rather hang out with chicken boo <laughs> yeah Ch- chicken boo just kind of wanders through every now and then and pecks at the ground and kind of wanders off the aladrin are fascinated by chicken boo this is a very strange creature where did it come from thank you i'm his dad that's not it's normal for uh <laughs> you, you i'm, I'm a tiefling down you at the bottle he was holding and kind of throw it over his shoulder and like walk back to his hut I created him in the lab one night. Do they have any information about the Seely Court that might be helpful that Eldon might not know? They all seem very fond of the Seely Court. You get the sense that these are these are creatures more of light than of darkness. So they they tend to be very sympathetic to, uh, particularly to Tanya. They're a little iffier on Oberon, but to Tanya they seem to be very fond of. I asked them if they know anything else about like band of marauders are going through oh, only that we've heard they're very dangerous hmm. have you heard anywhere where they like were at or well, they, they they sort of appear and then they they hit and then they kind of disappear again hmm. all right i believe they, i believe they have plane shifting abilities oh. that doesn't sound good at all we have plane shifting abilities just saying Based on the rumors that you have heard, they have the, the access to the same level of magic that you all do. They all look exactly like us, except they have mustaches. Not exactly like you. From okay. from some of the descriptions you get that you get the sense that some of the race she'll make up is a little different. Some of the abilities are, are, are a little different than what you all have. Uh, but you get the sense based on the description, this is very much the shadow version of AL381. Oh, you mean the light version? <laughs> no, I mean the shadow version. Oh, no, they're worse? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like More murder. Oh, no. Burning down villages, like, really. I mean, yeah. Abject cruelty. Not not just, you know, ultraviolence, which, I mean, you guys, Yeah. For sure. No, I think we're more chuckle fuckery. Uh, yeah, we're chuckle fuckery. There's a lot more chuckle fuckery. You, you get the sense that these are serious, dangerous people. And y'all are just dangerous. And absolutely <laughs> not serious. True. I were to really meditate and focus on an object there, would I be able to easily teleport to this village should we need it? Or is it a while too chaotic? Roll me a persuasion check with advantage. 21. 21. Uh, one of the town elders, a spring Aladrin named Bud, hands you a, it sort of looks like a neon orange bonsai tree. Ooh. 
you seem to be the sort that is interested in nature. And if ever you need to return to us, you could simply use this plant and get back to us with no problems whatsoever. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So, Chubbs, is there any way that you can cry on any of the Sealy Court? We have the cauldron. You have the cauldron. Didn't I meet you? You have the cauldron. Oh, I do have the cauldron. Yes, then yes. (laughs) I guess so. Just see what they're up to. You know, say hi. Well, you don't have to talk to them. Maybe just give it a shot. You spend a little time. It takes you about 10 minutes to prepare the cauldron. You spend about 10 minutes, you know, building up the cauldron. You get it to a boil. Uh, you see it kind of moving in. You, you get sort of a, a bird's eye view of the Feywild. And you're, you're kind of moving in closer and closer. You feel yourself moving in. You're starting to see this, this kind of wagon train of caravans, you know, brightly colored. There appear to be, you know, uh, entertainers in Motley. And as you begin moving in to what is very clearly the royal carriage here, you find that the water just dissipates. As you were trying to scry in on Queen Titania, uh, you got the sense you were deflected by magic at the last moment. But you, you did get the sense uh, from what you saw that they are en route somewhere. <clears throat> so I'll give you that at least. Okay. As you all are traveling. Yo, Holmes. Yeah, so you all are beginning to move beyond the village of Gloaming. You travel for about six hours. As you all are moving through, you know, the chicken shack is doing its kind of step thing, you know, moving through the the village here, through the Feywild, through the the open areas here. Uh, I'd like you all to do a perception check. Those of you who got a 15 and above, you are the first to notice. You quickly point out to your companions. There's the sound of pan flutes. Uh-oh. Kind of walking through the air. Oh, no. <laughs> you all are <laughs> out, and you see what appears to be a male satyr. Oh, no. Who's playing the pan flute. No. Kill the- what the hell is this? Is that a walking chicken shack? Yes. Well, I'll be dipping gum. I thought I'd seen everything before this. This isn't even that special. <laughs> <laughs> we found you it. haven't seen us there. Oh, like well, it, you're sir. special. Well, special folk have to pay a special price to move through me territory. The troll who, are, who are you and what is this toll? Well, because you have the authority. My name is Bristlechin. And if you can answer me riddles, then you too can pass through this valley. That is where we will pick up next time. You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more.